You are now listening to Shoot the Shit with your hosts, Shawnee Caulfield and Sal Licata. Enjoy the show. Woo! everybody welcome to episode six of shawnee and sal shoot the shit how you doing everybody i'm with uh hi i'm sal akata here is it episode six already shawnee it's, bro it's episode six believe it or not i can't believe it six weeks in a row we've been doing this shit. <laughs> six weeks <laughs> it, it's been 87 years if you, you yeah know? right exactly <laughs> It feels like happy six weeks, happy six weeks, man. It it feels longer, to be honest. Uh, and of course, I'm showing uh, your ma- favorite major marks, favorite major mark. All right. So um, somebody was uh, had contacted me like, Shoney, I think you should say your favorite major marks, favorite major mark. And I was like, you know what? It'll piss off the people that hate me even more. <laughs> So I'll do that. Well, you don't get any hate, do you? You don't get hate, Shawnee. No, I don't get hate. Never. (laughs) I I don't I don't get it. You seem so lovable. Hey, man. You know, I think people have a stigma sometimes. They if if one person does one thing, they will never like that person, you know, and I think that really sometimes hurts the ability to, to, to meet new people and stuff like that. Cause if I judged somebody, everybody for something that they did, I wouldn't have any friends. <laughs> well, what'd you do that piss people off? Fall off a scooter? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like, that was actually the turning point where I think people started that didn't like me started to like me because they're like this dude that shit was so funny (laughs) oh my god that was so funny i remember watching like this is insane for those of you that don't know i won't take it along but i me and me and nicole we were at the live show in baltimore and we were pretty we were feeling nice we had drinks the whole night and we we took a uber back and there, there in in Baltimore, there are these street scooters that you can just pop your card in and rent them. Like it's amazing. And then the, people just leave them there, and then you pick them up. So Nikki, my wife, she was like, "Shawnee, let's. I really want to do this." And I, I, she came and did the trip for me. So I'm like, I gotta do it for her, you know. So we get on the, the, the bikes. Um, we're riding around in the hood, like like in in you know in this neighborhood. Uh, and I'm literally just like laughing my ass off, like me and Nicole are laughing our asses off. All of a sudden I go, I go live on the Facebook page of the major pod and I'm recording while I'm motorizing <laughs> this vehicle. And with I, your friggin' headphones on, with my I mean, headphones you are just on, with yeah. everything. I, I go, you know, like on the sidewalk, when you go up it, it has that like thing. So when I went to go up it, I was doing fine until I hit that, bro. I flew out. It looked like ET going across the moon, bro. (laughs) That's what it looked like. And all of a sudden I, I drop, I'm all scraped up. I'm embarrassed. I look at my phone and I'm like, oh my God, it was still recording. So I deleted it. (laughs) Oh no, bro! I would pay. I swear to God, I would pay a thousand dollars to get that footage back. Yo, I was so embarrassed in the moment, and these two girls saw me fall. They came up to me. They're like, "Are you okay?" (laughs) I had glass uh, in my bag. It broke. Like, bro, it was. uh, But I didn't even care. My only thing was like, "Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed." I had 25 people message me, Shawnee, did you faint? Did you die? Like, you okay? <laughs> but it just showed me how much uh, people really care for me because they really cared. Like, they messaged me in a second. But it was really – I think that is one of my top five moments in my life, honestly. Oh, God. It was definitely, for me, one of the top moments that I saw in the Facebook group. Yeah. So, <laughs> noticing you fall, I was like, this guy's it. He's out of his mind. Were you watching um, live, Sal? Were you watching live? I don't I don't remember. I, like, I'll just randomly, you know, whatever it was, a Saturday night or something, I'm sitting there on the couch scrolling through, and I happened to see it. So, I don't know if I picked it up after or during – 
or if somebody like reposted the video, I don't know how I saw it, but I remember seeing at least the end of it. And then you were just distraught afterward in your message, embarrassed and distraught and like, no, hey, you made your mark. I don't know if you remember, but I had my wife hold the phone and I took the scooter after I fell and right. she, she got me and I was coming up and I slow mo it and I said, rolling up in your mom's DMs like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was the funniest part. That was the funniest yeah. part. But all right, guys, let's get into it. So uh follow up. So I have a couple follow ups, Sal. So Dustin John. You're good with the follow ups for the record because you get guys that are sending you stuff on this. Yes, so yes. I like when you tell me I forget from week to week. I'm doing so that's much fine. crap, unfortunately. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. People, you're right. People message me like, hey, you might have missed this. So I appreciate right, it. Right. Thank you to the listeners, whoever, you know, I'm going to say your names. But Dustin John uh, messaged me and he said the lawsuit because of that tattoo at Randy Orton and his tattoo artist mm -hmm. was because it was in create a wrestler mode. So you could put it on anybody that you created. So it wasn't just on Randy Orton. If you created a wrestler, you could put her tattoo on that wrestler. So she was saying, if you're using it for other purposes, other than Randy Orton, then you deserve to give me money, which I, I completely agree. Uh, okay. So then that's why there's no issue then with the figures because they're obviously using it for that exactly, person. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. And talking about the figures, that's our second thing. So thank you, Dustin. Appreciate you. Andy Kozlowski, a good brother, he said I was right about CM Punk's tattoo about being straight edge and that he actually mentioned it in a documentary. That it's because of Pepsi? <laughs> that the drink, it, Pepsi? It's because he loves Pepsi and he is straight edge. He doesn't drink. So I guess he got that as a symbolism of that, right? You know? I mean, look, I'm not <laughs> saying that he needs to drink or whatever, but a tattoo of a Pepsi symbol, that to me is a little odd. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's just bizarre. I, I I agree, but I have some weird tattoos too where people are like, oh my gosh, you have uh, my, uh, you know, Michelangelo from the, the Mutant Ninja Team. Right. Take 10 shots. Right. Teenage Mutant Ninja <laughs> Turtles. <laughs> you know, they look at yeah. me like, are you crazy putting that on your body? But like, I it, meant, it means something to me, you know? So I get it. Right. I get it. But yes, like, you know, you're, you're basically giving out free, especially he's famous. He's given free sponsorship every time he goes on air. Right. You know? Yeah. Coke is way better than Pepsi anyway. Just for the fact. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, tell me this, Sal. What do you like better? Coke or, Coke or Pepsi? That is a great question. Um, not to bore you with details, but I don't really drink soda anymore. Okay. I used to. Yes. I don't know if you know this, Shawnee. You ever see a picture of Fat Sal? I used to be like 225 pounds. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Fat I got to show you a picture of that. Sally yeah. bag of donuts. <laughs> I was huge. Wait till I send you the picture. Maybe you wow. can post it during this, but I'm yeah. proud of you, bro. It's, how it's how not, long? How yeah. long did it take you to lose the weight? Well, this was like, so say two, this was like 2000, so about 22 years ago. The first thing that I did to lose weight was just stop drinking soda and I and only drink water. I stopped juice and soda and I lost 20 pounds. Oh my God. Right off the bat. Oh then it, things have changed over the years, obviously. But anyway, Got I it. am not opposed to either, but if I had to pick one, I'm going Coke. Yeah. Because Coke has like that. It, it like hurts when you swallow it. Kind of right. Like it, <laughs> it, it, burns, it yeah. yeah, it like burns, but it's like a good burn. So, but yeah, that, that, that's the follow-up guys. Um, I thank you all for messaging me when I when we when we get things wrong. Like it means a lot to me because I would, you know, honestly, I didn't never knew why the major pod guys had follow up until now. Now it makes sense to me because it's like, oh, we missed that, or we, you know, we didn't know this at right. the time. So follow up is an important segment. So all right, we're gonna do the major pod recap. All right. So this is uh, me and Sal both listen to the major podcast, major wrestling figure podcast, and we're going to go through just a couple highlights that we heard throughout that podcast. OK, um, so the major marks, Sal, I heard Broski. She said. If something happens in a match and that object goes out of the ring, it's fine for the pers person watching outside the ring 
to take that because it's in the crowd. But apparently some major marks went into the ring and stole objects on in, in, w, in FWF4, which is a, a pizza cutter and something else. Like, I, I, just, I thought he said a T-shirt or his T-shirt. Right. So it's FWF4, which you were at. And I want to yes. get your thoughts on how that all went down. But I was listening to the pod and they were talking sure. about that. And they clearly and I think rightfully were pissed off that, yep. Yep. you know, they give enough merch away. And like you said, if it goes into the crowd, it's fair game. But people, yep. I guess. And I wonder if they know who did it and they just didn't name names. They must but have. People, they must have. Ooh, it's it sounded to me like they had an idea yes. who did it, but they didn't want to call anybody out. But they did let it be known that they felt it was scummy. Which I mean, if it's if it's in the middle of the ring, clearly it's not yours. It is stealing. Like, why? I can't believe that people would do that. I can't believe that a fan that was with me that day, whoever it was, I cannot believe that they had the balls and the gall to reach their hand into a ring and take something. It's just. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. Whatever, however you take it or explain it to me, it just doesn't make sense. And I think that it's completely, completely disrespectful uh, because remember, the guys make their money this way. So Matt and, and, and you know, if you like whatnot or not, Matt, Brian, Joe Shoes, they sell the stuff that they wear and use during the match. So now you just took money out of their pocket by doing that, right? So... I just don't like it, Sal. And uh, what and, do you think about and, it, like, overall? And, and coming up coming up later on in this week in collecting, you'll show us what you have from the ring that you stole. At the, at the, <laughs> <laughs> I hate that people are such scummy. Check out this shirt, ring-worn shirt from Broski. I happen to get it the other oh, day. Oh, man, know. I'm cracking up. I, imagine, imagine. If I... <laughs> oh, it'd be great. Yeah. Oh, whoever the fuck did that? Such a scumbag. I can't believe you, it. As you stockpile. You, you see me like <laughs> running away like, hey, who's, get that kid. <laughs> well, um, a part of me, not that I ever think that you would do that because I, I didn't. But I, I was yeah. I texted you as soon as I heard. I was like, yo, did you see yes. what happened here? Because I wanted to know. Obviously, it's not a good look. So I want to know who did it's that. A it's a terrible look. Like even like, uh, for example, like when Gangrel was wrestling, uh, they used onions because he's a vampire, you know, and uh, they used like garlic or whatever. And the garlic came all around the ring. And even like, I know I could have grabbed it because it was like one of like 30, but even that it was right in front of me. And I just thought to myself, no, I'm not going to grab it. You know, I'll let the guys grab it or whatever, because I just didn't right. want to, I didn't want to feel that way. You know, like after I left, right. like, should I take it? You know, it's just not worth it. And and by the way, I mean, I I also don't want to make it like whoever did it is the biggest criminal in the world. No, maybe no, people not just like get that. well. Well, people get caught up in the moment. They're excited. You're thinking of merch. You're thinking, oh, it'd be cool to have that. Not really, maybe thinking much of it. But there is a point where you cross the line if you're going into the ring. You gotta use a little more common think sense like, than that. Like yeah. it's different to being in the moment and you're like in a fight or something and you're defending yourself. But when when something happens, right, the match ends. There's that time that you have to think, and they use that time to think to go in the ring. So I no excuses right. for me. Complete bullshit. Right. Um. Just sometimes you got to fucking give it to him, Sal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, you know, like to me, like, I know what you mean. No, there's I no know. excuses there. You know, we're grown right. adults, you know? Um, True. All right, so FWF four was absolutely amazing guys. Like it was, uh, it was in New Jersey. J George found the location. They had a hard time finding the location until J George found it. It was the perfect location. It was in the Knights of Columbus about an hour away from my house in Long Island. It took me two hours to get home because the George Washington Bridge is the absolute worst bridge ever made. Um, this was on Sunday? This was on Sunday, yes. All right, so you get Sunday traffic. You're dealing with potential. I forget if the so, uh, the Giants weren't home. The Jets were – were the Jets home? No, the Jets were on the road, so you didn't even have to deal with that. So football. we didn't even have to deal with that football traffic. But it, uh, going there was not bad, so it was an hour. But coming home, they had the, like, lanes Oh, wait, the, I'm sorry. The Jets were home. The Jets were, I was thinking, the week before. Oh, against so Jets were home. So you might have had that Jets-Dolphins, yeah. What, what time did they play? Do you know? 
one one o'clock. So they played at one, so they ended at four. So yeah, so Could I be- left at five thirty. So maybe, yeah, okay, maybe yeah. Still Sunday traffic. The, the GWB is always screwed up. But anyway, you had to deal with the extra Jets traffic. I, I, I thought one of them were home. Yeah. <clears throat> so also, what's astounded me. Brian gets into the ring, which is like, it was so heartwarming to be there and, and see his little girls. They're just so cute. Uh, but he had Liz and his girls in the ring. He thanked Liz because it was their seventh year anniversary, wedding anniversary. But then you find out it was Matt's grandma's birthday the same day. And then you find out it's Mark's daughter's birthday the same day. Hmm. So in in all those three things... On October 9th, what are the chances of that, right? Like what like Mark's daughter, the uh Brian's wedding anniversary with Liz, and Matt's grandma's birthday all in the same day. I, I think that's wild. And, and what are the chances that all three of them are there participating in yeah. FWF Live when <laughs> all that going on? Happy anniversary, honey. Yeah, I start he Brian actually got in the ring and said, I I I just hope that everyone here can find somebody that loves you the way Liz loves me. And uh, that's awesome. And it really got me teared up because I feel the same way about my, my wife. Like if I have to do something, she's always supportive of me. She's never like, don't do it. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's always like, okay, we could do it another day or blah, blah, blah. You know? So when you have somebody that is willing to let you do things you love, and being able to like celebrate another day or another night, it's so important. And I started a list. Are you getting and- emotional, Shawnee? What's no, happening here? No, I, is that no. tears in your eyes? I, I'm sure. I, okay. I, I will cry one day on the podcast for sure. I, I will. <laughs> but today's not the day. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I just found it like to be so awesome. And uh, to see Brian's girls in the crowd, it was really nice. And I started a Liz chant. And the whole crowd started yelling, Liz, you saw Brian's face light up like a million bucks. Like it was really, it was really, really nice. But uh, yeah, so I mean. And then and then I saw the clip that you sent that Broski was calling you out in one of his promos, (laughs) ripped you apart. So he goes, Cisco, you suck. Iman, you suck. And then I go, fuck you, Matt, right? And then he sees me, and he goes, Shorty, you fucking money, Mark. You fucking suck, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, honestly, I was, I was literally legit laughing out loud. It was the funniest thing. And uh, Matt, like the whole, ma- like Matt's match, he did like a staple move. Like Maven, like stapled uh, something to Matt's head. And the staples were so he I saw him the whole match. He was trying to dig it out the whole match. And I'm right there. I'm watching it. And I and I said to Joe Dumas uh from JBD Customs, I'm like, Joe, he can't get it out. And he's like trying to get it out. And then I see the video after of of Oh uh, shit, yeah. Of Heat, Heat, the redheaded staple remover, man. <laughs> 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 I saw that trying to pull that thing out. Oh, and he that was got gross. it out and he sold it for $25. <laughs> I listen, the major mark that bought it, I really like this major mark. He is awesome. But come on, like a staple, like come on, like we got to do better than that. You know, I don't know. I, I think it's funny, though, because now, look, even you and I are talking about it here. It's clearly was a thing that became popular with watching that video. Yeah, I, I'm with you. But, you know, it, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. It's people weird. collect it's definitely crazy weird. crap. Yeah, yeah it's, it's 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 like a weird niche collecting. The guy's name's Mike he Durbin. sold the glass that was taken out of his back <laughs> from the, the uh, death match. I mean, come on, dude, if you're going to buy a piece of glass from his back. <laughs> what do you think is worth? I don't Probably the glass. At least the staple to me, there's a, a little bit more of a story. It's FWF, so I don't know. Like with the with the glass, it's just a random piece of glass that was in his freaking back. Like uh that was like, oh my god. This guy could sell anything to anyone. Seriously. Um, but that's all I got for the major pod recap. Do you have anything else, Sal? 
Um, there were a couple of things that, no, I mean, outside of like the normal stuff, they, they keep talking about the power town stuff. And I know we're going to get into the zombie figs in a little yes. bit. Yeah. The, yep. ch the cello, yeah, the cello toys, did they, was that this week that they mentioned that there was some stuff going on with cello or did we do that last week? I thought that was maybe it was that, this week. If I that, heard it, it was both weeks. They had mentioned something both weeks about it. Uh, it's starting to piss me off though. And yeah. to a yeah. point where like, I, I want to, I probably to get my money back. I, I wish Zombie would just buy Cella toys and then produce those figs and they'd be better anyway and we could get the names that they had. But um no, I mean I, I thought it was a standard good pod. It was quick this week. Yeah. Um yeah, as they it said it was by, short. It went by quick, but yeah, for sure. Oh, you I, know what I loved? The happy Gilmore talk where they were talking about what figures if you could create any, I guess it was from their Bendy line and you know Brian oh, mentioned yes, Happy yes. Gilmore. Yes, I heard that. And it made it made me think too how which is why I get along with Brian because he loves Sandler and Chris Farley and Broski doesn't. It's Dude, do weird. you know what a turnoff that was to me that Broski says he hates Chris Farley? That's like a bad you want to joke around and this and that and, and not like sports or make fun of people. I'm fine with that, but yep, yep. how do you not like Chris Farley? That's a major character flaw. I I agree. I agree. I think that Chris Farley like me, like I'm like him, where sometimes it, he could be too much to some people. I think that is what some people don't like about him was that he was like just crazy and funny and stupid funny. And as much as we find those things funny, there are some people that don't find that stuff funny, you know, but Matt seems to find that stuff funny. So it's just kind of weird to me. You know, I hey, don't know. Anybody that hates Chris Farley, it's not a friend of mine. I, that that <laughs> one bothered me. I agree. And then are I we going to get to uh, – you're up on the wrestling stuff, but I can't help but see some of the news. What's up with them, with, with Matt and Chelsea? Are they going back to WWE or what? So there was a Dirt Sheet article that said that, that uh, you know, WWE wants Chelsea Green back. So right. Chelsea Green was in NXT with Triple H when he was running NXT. So Triple right. H, obviously now heading the WWE wagon, he most likely wants Chelsea back. And what comes with that is the weird thing about it, though, Sal, is does Matt come back as Matt or does he come back as Zach? I don't know. It's a great question, but it's fascinating to me. I don't. I haven't watched in a long time. If Chelsea and Matt and Brian or whatever, if the, if any combination of those three go back, I would watch. Oh, Just me too. Purely because of them. Me yeah. too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that they know that, and they know how big the pot has gotten. So I think that Triple H is smart enough to realize, like, hey, maybe we could get them back and. I think it would be a big thing for WWE, and I think that the boys would get an enormous pop. I think they would get an enormous pop. Imagine Matt, Brian, and Chelsea walk out. Oh, my God. You there? Hey, sorry, Sean. I had to just okay. adjust the mic. Yeah, I just had to fix the headset there. Yeah, it's okay. And to me, you're right. The, the bigger intrigue would be how he returns. Yep. If he comes back on his own as Matt Cardona, if he comes back as Zack Ryder, I, I, there's so many things that can be done with it. Uh, and, and to me, it was always inevitable. But anyway, I figured I'd ask you about that because no, I saw no. that floating around in the Facebook group I, I mean, as well. That's huge news. And like yeah. uh, uh, they somebody, Joey Hudson said that they took Boozin off Fight TV, which might mean that all of a sudden now, you know, he signs with them. Nothing can be on fight TV. You never know. It's just rumors, but is that true? They, but what they, about what boozing about off FWF? the toys? Boozing off uh, FWF is still there, but boozing with the toys every month is gonna be only on the Patreon. Yeah, that's Not what I saw. It's back to Patreon only. I wonder so, why that is. Yeah, so Joey commented, like, you know, I guess just jokingly saying, like, you know, this must mean they're going to uh, confirmed WWE comeback. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that it was a really good pod. I enjoyed it. Uh, Patreon group post, baby. This is group post. G unit. <laughs> so uh, they, uh, my rings from Mattel been has been canceled and refunded given due to a mix-up 
with UK Customs. The rings returned to Mattel and they refused to resend them as the quality could be compromised. They will be destroyed rather than sent to me. Crying face from Matt Keen. I saw it. I feel bad. Like, and I was trying to, in my mind, troubleshoot, but there's nothing you could do, right? I mean, he's he's screwed. It's just like we we talked about this, I think, two weeks ago, like with the imports and stuff and like these people uh, overseas. It's hard to be a fan because it's so expensive and there's like things like this happening all the time and it's just not right. You know, it's not does does ringside ship there. They do, but it's obviously it's expensive, you know. Right. Okay. Um, so you could get stuff. I know the Mattel thing is, you know, that's unfortunately a one-time deal, and that's just something that's not going to be easy or attainable. And I'm sure he he could buy it on eBay or whatever. The prices have come way down, or at least last I checked, you know, a few weeks ago. So he could get it. But yeah, you, I mean, you got to pay the premium if you live overseas. That sucks. A major mark actually commented and offered his ring for 300 bucks, which I thought was super nice. You know, the whole but, thing or just the ring? I believe the whole thing. I'm not sure. He hmm. didn't specify, but he said, I'll tell you mine for 300. That's nice. That's cool. If that, you know, that's just a really cool gesture, in my opinion. Second. Zombie Sailor personally told me while at Calhoun's for the live show that Heels and Faces Series 2 pre-order would be up by Halloween. Now, granted, this was at Live 11 in 2021, but to his credit, Zombie never specified which Halloween he was referring to. Joey Hudson. <laughs> Joey Hudson is the GOAT. I love me. I fucking love Joey Hudson. He is one of the best. I, I, something about him. He's so funny and like kind hearted. He's the perfect human being in my eyes. That was, I, I read it three times. That was hilarious. Now, to Zombie's credit, he didn't specify which Halloween. Bro, what is up with these things? I'm not trying to pick on him. Like I said, I love the figures and yep, I, I don't know yep. Zombie person. I don't care. Like, I, I'm going to buy them. I want to buy them. He said, coming soon in September. It is now mid-October. Like, why can't any of these companies stick to their promises or their words? It's too yep. much. Yep. It turns me off to a point where I just, Chella, I'm going to say, screw it. I don't care if King Haku or Barbarian or whatever figures you come out with. I'm done. I want my 40 bucks back. And the longer that this goes with Zombie, because you know how it is. It's not just waiting for the pre-order. It's then the pre-order. pre-order. Yep. Then you're waiting for the freaking thing to get made. Yep. Then you're waiting for it to ship. It took a year for the first ones to arrive. I want the figures. Like, don't just, stop with the teases then. Just say when they're out and then I can buy them. That's it. No lies detected, Sal. I think people are so quick to be like, oh, I signed this talent. This is going to be in series two. Like, yeah. what? Like, like Power Town is over, I think he said over 200 talent signed or something like that. Like, that's like 25 series. <laughs> like, what, what do you and, mean? And when did you, so you pre-ordered that already because I know the pre-orders are out for Power Town, right? When yes. are you expecting to get that? I believe they said before the holidays. If I'm not right, if I'm wrong, I don't know. Oh, so that's not bad. This year, you should get that before Christmas this year. I believe so. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure that they said before the holidays. I'm not 100%. Okay, that's not bad. So whatever. I mean, if they could deliver on that promise, I don't think that's bad. Same thing like when all those figures came out at the reveal and we all went nuts buying this WrestleMania set that we just got. I can't wait yep. to open it yep. with Macho and Dusty and the Hogan and the Rock or the Mega Powers, which I can't wait to get either. That but was... even then you knew it was, okay, it's going to be three, four months or by Christmas time or by end of October, whatever it was. Yep. But with with the other stuff, like it's 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 too much. Chella, Zombie, Power Town, Mattel, like just tell me when something is available, then I can buy it and have it. The Target pre-orders for the Legends. Like, I, it, dude, I forget what I even ordered. And then the crap yep. shows up, and I'm like, well, what is, uh, I, yep. I don't know. It, it's just annoying. My wife sometimes thinks I lie to her. I'm like, yeah, I ordered this like four months ago. She's like, yeah, right. I use that excuse every day. <laughs> same and I'm same like, no, exact thing. We did it. Like, yeah. I ordered this right. four months ago, you know? That happened with me with the Mattel New Generation ring. My wife is like, I thought yeah. you said you were done. I was like, I ordered this like a year ago. She's like, yeah, okay. No, I'm like, I, look, I ordered it a year ago. What do you want me to tell you? 
And then you Stuff showed up, up from a year. And they're like, oh, yeah. my God, you waited a year for this, you know? But the, the zombie stuff, and I get, like, look, I'll put zombies product up against anybody's. That's for how sure. much I love the product, itself? the product. Yes, yes. But but they've they've teased and announced how many times in two years who's on the line, pictures of the prototypes, drawings, and all that. And yet we have one series in our hands, and we couldn't even pre-order series two. And he did say that once you were able to pre-order, the delivery time is going to be shorter. So I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah. But dude, I've been waiting on this for months. Like I'm yeah. tired of waiting already. He did show the Danhausen, <laughs> and it looks incredible. It really does. It looks. I got four of the Danhausens. Uh, but now when I, does that ship? You you pre-ordered that already, right? I, oh yeah, I pre-ordered that like last. I think it was in like November or something. Uh, November, yeah, it was. A, I guess it was around November. I, I'm guessing. Okay. Um, but I got four of them, and because uh, I knew they were gonna be hot, and it, and if you ordered them early, you get the money bag and the extras, and people who didn't order them early is are not gonna get them. You know, so. Yeah. It was important to do that, but yeah, that, I mean that's that that's that, and uh, now we're on to the sports seg, where we where we go over five questions. Sports seg. Salad shorties. Sports seg. Sports seg. We need like a DJ to like drop bombs for us, you know, like DJ Clue, like. Yeah, right. Yeah. I love this segment, guys. I think it's been a hit since we've been doing it, honestly. Last week, I picked way too many questions, but yeah. we're going to go with five from now on because we think that's just enough time for us. So and you you could also we could also you know bring some back maybe that were good that we didn't get to and do it again next week or whatever. But sure. yeah, you did last week. It was like 14 is like number 12. <laughs> and I'm like, uh... <laughs> I got a five-hour like, radio show, Shawnee. Wrap this gotta, up. I think we got to do last questions. <laughs> yeah, that was fun, Shawnee, but a little less questions next time. Anyway, all right. All right. You so want me that, to start this off? Oh uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sal. Go ahead. All right. First one comes from Patrick Garza. Would Aaron Judge's seventh best all-time home run season have mattered as much as it did this year if he played in a small market? like Detroit or Minnesota? I think that's a great question because me personally, I am in New York and it's emphasized because he's on the Yankees. It's obviously a question mark because to his point, some people look at it as saying the seventh best home run total. Some people look at it as being the real actual clean home run record for single season. We know that it was the American league or it is the American league record for home runs in a season. I don't think and this is maybe just me, Shawnee, being in New York. I don't think it would have been as big of a deal in Detroit or Minnesota if Aaron Judge were on either of those teams. I think you're wrong. I, I, I have to disagree. I, you know, we had Mark McGuire on the St. Louis Cardinals. And that I mean, the San Francisco Giants with Barry Bonds, right? Like these teams are not big. Like they might be like in big markets, but they're not marketable teams right. like the Mets and Yankees, right? You know. So I. But I, you're combining you're combining that, and I think you're right. Like I I can understand that, but you're combining that with the fact that is it the real record? When McGuire did it, when Bonds did it. It was no doubt the record with Judge. There's like, yeah, but Bonds hit 73, so who cares that he hit 62? Well, shouldn't it be more exciting that Judge has done it clean, right? Like that's what you would think, you know. I think I, that you can make that argument. I think a lot of people have, so that's why it's really how you value it or how you view it, which is why, because of the uncertainty, that's probably why. But for sure, I I, I am totally impressed by Judge. Like Judge to me is he's a he's really a, a grand slam. Like he, I would love to have him on my team. I don't care who you are. Like I would love to have mm -hmm. Aaron Judge in our lineup. You know, um, I think anybody that says different is just a hater. In my opinion. Right. But I would love no, and, and it's a great question, though. It really is. It begs to differ. If he was in Pittsburgh right now, would it have mattered, you know, on a losing team? Yeah, I think it would have gotten attention. I'm not sure that it would have been. I know me personally, I would not have been locked in to every single at bat. And that's yep. just me. And in 98, I was in 2001. 
Oh, I me won. too. So, me too. Yeah. yeah. I was eight and ten years old and I was locked in. So right. imagine it was now, the biggest deal. It was right. huge. You couldn't turn on the TV without seeing it. Like I remember it. I remember like every day. Uh, but yeah, that's a great question. Thank you for asking, Patrick. Number two, this is a really, really great question. Do you think roughing the passer should be a reviewable play? John Elena. So we, this is coming off of a week where you had two questionable, well, not questionable, two awful calls. One in the Atlanta Falcons and Tampa Bay Bucks game, you know, Grady Jarrett hitting Tom Brady, and then the other on Monday Night Football with Kansas City and uh, Las Vegas. I thought the one, by the way, in Kansas City was worse, where you had a strip sack, and then yeah. he was called for a rough in the pass. I mean, it's unacceptable. Yeah. I don't know if reviewing it is the answer. I don't – I mean – you can't touch a quarterback. You touch him in the face, it's 15 yards. You go That's low, it. it's 15 yep. yards. You fall on him, it's 15 yards. You tackle him too much, it's 15 yards. So yep. it's either got to get to a point where they got to have flags or something on the quarterback. I know it sounds like I'm joking, flag football, but maybe that's what needs to be done. At the very least, I guess you could have it reviewable, but you still then have the referee, his element of saying it's a judgment call if he was hit too hard. So I don't know if that's going to resolve it. As crazy as it sounds with the flags, I think you're onto something there because if you're if you have a straight line to the quarterback and you know that you're absolutely gonna shock his world with a with a tackle, if you just pull a flag or something off of him, that would stop a lot of like brain damage and stuff. I hate to say it like that, but right, it's true. But like somebody, I heard this old quote uh, when I was watching like ESPN couple years back and somebody said put them in leather helmets and let's see if they do this stuff that they do today and right i wouldn't lead with the helmet they wouldn't lead with the helmet they wouldn't be i guarantee you you probably would have less concussions if you had leather helmets but they're gonna have a problem it's a violent sport they're gonna have a problem trying to it's like a weapon that helmet it really is it's like a weapon but with the quarterback and with the quarterback in particular, there's just such an emphasis on not touching him. I do think they need to go to some kind of, you know, high tech flag system thing where I think that's the best way to do it. Good. I think replay will be good though, Sal, because they could go back and actually see if it's a rough in the passer. I mean, there's right. been games one where they got a rough in the passer call and that won the game, right? That you know, because it gives them a new set of downs and 15 mm-hmm. yards, and right, just right. just like uh, you know, the wide receivers used to do, uh, with with you know, pass interference, like that could change mm-hmm. the game if, if you get a pass interference. So, I'm all with them doing the replay, they do everything else on replay anyway. So, who cares? At, you know? at the yeah, at the very least, they should do that. All right, number three, what is your favorite sports memory? This is from Sarah Kreskus. What do you got, Shawnee? My favorite sports memory is me and my dad were at a Mets game. They were facing the Chicago Cubs. We were down seven to one in the ninth. And my dad always my dad always likes to leave early and uh to catch like the to miss the rush, you know, of the people leaving. And I said, Dad, look, can we just wait by the, the seats here? Uh by the exit. And then we'll go. And uh, they end up coming back. Jose Reyes bunted, got on first, and it started this whole rally. We end up winning like eight to seven. And my dad looks at me and says, Shorty, what did I tell you? (laughs) 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 That is my best sports moment. The crowd, I've never... It was shaking, Sal. It was like the place was like shaking. It was unbelievable. Like we were hugging strangers. It was amazing. There are so many. I mean, if you're a sports fan, I know a lot of it is losing and there's more pain than pleasure usually as a sports fan. But there are so many. The first one that came to my mind when I read it was sitting on my couch, 1998, as an Atlanta Falcon fan. I was a Falcons fan from the early 90s because I liked Deion Sanders. I had the starter jacket. Then it just developed my identity as a Falcons fan, so I stuck with it. 1998 Falcons and Vikings in the NFC Championship game. Minnesota was 15-1. and Atlanta was 14-2. and Nobody thought Atlanta realistically could win that game. And they won in overtime. Morton Anderson kicked the field goal. 
gives me goosebumps even thinking about it. I remember just falling to my knees. My dog was barking, licking my face as I was like, oh, my God, we're going to the Super Bowl. So I'll never forget that moment. 1998 NFC Championship game. Morton Anderson kicks the Falcons into the Super Bowl where they, of course, got pasted by the Broncos. But But nonetheless, that was my favorite one. Yeah, that's awesome. And also, I I would be remiss if I if I don't add this when the Packers won the Super Bowl both times. That was like uh, I don't really remember the first time because I was like six. But the second time was I was an adult and it was just the most amazing thing because I've never seen me and my dad. We'd never seen the Mets win and the Packers were our only other team. So it's something that, you know, I, I, I hopefully the Mets win one day so that. Uh, but, yeah. you know, God forbid when that day comes, we'll we'll see both of our teams win together. You know, don't uh, don't hold your breath on that. one. <laughs> 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 All right. What's uh, number four? What's the most under rated, underappreciated sport, in your opinion, from Joe Kurdiak? Um, Great question. I probably just go hockey. I mean, I. I like other sports, lesser known sports, but hockey is it doesn't get the proper love or attention that the other big three get with football, basketball and baseball. And I think hockey pound for pound to me, it blows away basketball. And in the postseason, I think hockey is better than anything in the playoffs. Nothing compares to hockey playoffs. Nothing. Nothing. And now, what I'm, fan are you, Shawnee? I'm a Rangers, Rangers okay. fans. Yeah, my family is all Ranger fans. So me I'm, too. But I'm, even the Islanders doesn't matter. Playoff hockey is next level. You could go to a random game that you don't even know the teams. It could be the Mighty Ducks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's playoff hockey, I mean, it's just insane. I I, I give them so much credit. I feel like ho- I'm not really a big hockey fan, but I have to give credit where it's due. I mean, think about how hard that sport is. You're getting beat up. You're skating constantly, nonstop. It, it's it's it, it has a little tiny puck going hundreds of miles an hour. Uh, it's super super tough sport. I agree. Couldn't agree more. So, uh, great question. All right, last one here. Yeah, last one. Here. You want me to get this one? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So. WWE just announced an official campus recruiting tour. Which of the following do you think does the most for WWE as far as getting NCAA athletes interested in trying out for the WWE? Uh, Pat McAfee on game day. Bianca Belair on game day. The WWE title with the SEC. And I guess they're making SEC belts that are similar to that Yankees one that we talked about. Or D, uh, campus recruiting tour. Uh, let's see one more here. And then E getting someone who had an NIL deal on TV, like, uh, Gable Stevenson. I don't know what that is. NIL, but yeah, that's from Gable Joey Stevenson Hudson. What do you is like, uh, he's like a pro wrestler. Uh, he was a college wrestler, but he also signed to the WWE just so you know. So uh, what's NIL? Uh, NIL, I believe is, uh, let me look it up, but I think it's like, you can have, um, I'll tell you one second. You can. Yeah, I, I'm just not sure. Yeah, I, I mean believe, that, that is a great. I believe you you can have. Um, and now, uh, name, image, and likeness. Ah, I got you. Okay, All right. So while while he's in college, he could still be signed to the WWE. Of of these, what do you think? I have my answer here, but I'm curious what you think. Man, I mean, Pat McAfee is just a stud. He, he He's Who? a stud. Pat McAfee. No, 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 no. Try it again. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's, oh a, he's a stud. I listened to him, and, yo, I cannot go, a, uh, like, a minute without laughing. Him and his yeah. friends, like, when they do the Stone Cold, like, what? What? It, it cracks me up. But McAfee's so popular right now. I mean, uh, almost everybody knows his name. Almost hysterical. everybody knows his name. But he's so popular right now that I would think that his exposure, him on game day, him being tied in, I, I, I'd have to believe that that probably does more for a college athlete uh, to be excited potentially about the WWE. I agree. 
I agree. You know, they, they say this Gable Stevenson is like uh, the new age Kurt Angle, but he hasn't even like, I don't believe he hasn't even wrestled yet. So like to yeah. me, that's like living up to a big name. Like Kurt came in and it was like, he, he got to it right away. And, and people like were like astounded by how good he was, you know? And it just seems to me like this kid's heart isn't in it. Cause he keeps on like saying like, maybe I want to do the WWE. Maybe I want to wrestle. Like, so it's just a hard thing, but I agree. Uh, Mc, uh, McAfee is a stud. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost going to mess up it again. I know. You know? I heard it. McAfee. Yeah. McA- yeah. McAfee is, uh, he is, I wa like I was I was interested in like how did he grow, and then I saw that he was signed with Barstool first, and then he left Barstool, got paid, and then he went to WWE. I guess so. Right. He bro, the guy's a stud. Any everybody and anybody wants him on their network right now, you know, because yeah, he's all, huge. All, all, all the people that he brings in, and, and the younger people love him, the older people love him. So, uh, great questions, guys. Absolutely great questions this week. Uh, and now we're on to what happened to the twick? You got to switch it up a little bit, you know. Yeah, and I got you. All right. What do you got first? You start us off. You take the lead here. Okay, so I got the CM Punk ice cream bar figure, which is really, really cool. I thought it was a great, it's a great figure. It's an excellent figure. But the body is a little bit off. I, I would take the excellent back, actually. because the body. You have the figure there? I have the figure in my living room. I don't have it on. Uh, okay. Now, you said, could you, you sent me a picture of it the other day and said that it doesn't stand up oh yes because the packaging is like a, a like an ice cream bar so at the end of the box it's like folded like folded like a like a like a triangle like picture like opening hmm. a candy wrapper right like you know you know how you right. take it apart it's like that right like uh so i just I wish I had it here with me, but I don't. And uh, that's okay. Yeah. But you sent me the pick of it. I was just curious when you said it was like an ice cream bar. I'm thinking old WWF ice cream bars. Got it. But I don't. I didn't understand that package. I would hate that it doesn't stand up. That means you got to let that let it breathe. So somebody, uh, Dustin at John, sent a link to everybody on the post that I put the post that, I- that you could see. Uh, it's it's a a stand a box that you put it in like a clear box. That can make it stand. Ah, uh, okay. So that's a whole, that's one way to keep it mint on card if you want to, you know. Guess what my interest level is in the CM Punk figure? Zero. I know. I know. Zero. Don't like him. Don't. Yeah. Although he is a big hockey fan, I just have heard too many bad things about him. I don't and, like him either. Shame. Yeah. I, I just ordered it because I thought it would be cool for trade bait. Number one, and uh, I believe down the line it will be worth something. Uh, because this is probably going to be his last figure, maybe, you know? So, number two, I ordered the Macho King, which I received, and I ordered the Matt and Brian Bendy's from MajorPodMerch.com. There's a two-week pre-order, and they're in their FWF3 suits. So, the the gear. So, these are new ones? Yeah. Yeah, these are new ones, the new bendies. I have not been in on the bendies. The one bendy that I have is, um, I think I only have one, is Conrad. I definitely have that one. I don't know if I have another one or not. I'm complete. Um, but I have I'm that. I got to go through my stuff. I'm, I'm so, like, I've been so damn busy. My dining room table is loaded. I showed you that picture, right? Yes. It's yes, even yes. more stuff. It's, it's half the Mattel ring is on there. I didn't even open up uh, the full box yet. I've got figures coming. I just ordered or just received the – you're talking about the Macho King from the WrestleMania set, the most uh, recent yeah. one that you bought? Yeah, this one right here. Yeah. it's Now, what was the variant in that set? Do you know? Was there a variant? Uh, I didn't see a variant. Maybe there, maybe there isn't. I don't know. Maybe I was just thinking. Anyway, this so Macho – yeah, that, that's a must-have. Macho, Dusty, the Build-A-Figure, um, Mean Gene. I cannot wait. I know the big box came. My wife's like, oh, the box came today. I brought it inside for you. I cannot wait to dive into that on the weekend. 
And I wonder if it's coming with anything else because I thought that I ordered all that stuff together. That with the mega power stuff. You know, there's Mean Gene's face. <laughs> Looks great. That's a sick figure. I mean, that's see, Shawnee, I know you're a, a macho mark, yeah. but for me, WrestleMania six, like that is you could not come up with a better two figures yeah. than Macho and Dusty. Anything that's in that wheelhouse from WrestleMania two through seven is something I'm a hundred percent in on. Yeah, I just love the crown. I love the get you know, the gauntlet or whatever he's holding. Um it's the scepter. Really, the scepter, sorry, the scepter. Yeah. Um, it's really, really awesome. And I love Dusty too. I actually thought about getting the Dusty, but like I said, I just don't collect that stuff. It's gonna go in a box somewhere, you know. If I if I ask you who Sapphire is, do you know who that is? Sapphire from Harlem Heat. What's Sapphire? Oh, I don't know. Was she in Harlem Heat? I don't know who that is, but Sapphire with Dusty Rhodes. Oh, yes. Uh she was the uh the lady that used to dance with him. Yeah. Yes, okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I want a sapphire figure. Yeah, that would be really cool to I, go along with the Dusty and and that. I forget the exact time frame, but it was right around there because obviously Dusty was there for a couple of years when he first got there the, with Sapphire. Only reason I know that Sal is I watched a documentary about Dusty, and mm-hmm. she, she was like, they showed her and the time that he came back and danced with her and stuff. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's so cool. Like, that was so cool to me, you know? Like, right. Because I'm trying to think if, well, maybe I got it mixed up where, well, eventually Sapphire turned on him and went with the million dollar man. Anyway, I would love a Sapphire figure. But that would be really those, cool. That, that, I can't wait to dive into that set. And then you get the other macho, right? The rings, the oh, um, yes, Mattel. Yeah. I got the, 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 the ring macho. Yeah, this, this is commentator it. macho, uh, which is. Did you open it up yet, or your other one? You have two, right? I have two. I didn't open it yet, um, but because I want to see the table and on all that stuff, I didn't open mine yet either. Yeah, I didn't open it yet, but you see the white in the back there. You see the white; it's under mm-hmm. that white. So, okay, the table. Yeah, you want me to open it now? How are you gonna? How are you gonna display all this? Where are you going to put the ring, the table, macho, the, the entrance? you have a spot for that eventually? It's going to go in my garage because I'm redoing my garage to be my my toy. Toy room. Know, toy room. So that is. Now, do you worry about what about outside temperature impacting that? You don't worry about that at all? I haven't had anything ruined yet. And I it's been out there for over a season. So. Okay. You know, I don't really worry about that stuff, but but yeah. So I I love this. I don't know if you have one of these, Sal, but the uh, the card found now, Shawnee. You're uh, what the the box cutter? Yeah. Oh no, I don't have that. The card uh, foundation with Papa ah, not bad. It's it's so handy. I I use it for so many things. Like okay, let's see. Here we go. All right, what do you want to see? The table? Yeah. So that is this, guys. Okay. Looks great. Even I, who was out of it by then, I still do remember, though, that announcer macho at that particular time. Ah, look at that. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. And, oh, it has like a a silk on it. Oh, yeah, com- that's what the table looked like. Oh, it comes in a bag. Oh, so that's not the top of the table? That's not the top of the table, but... Oh, wait. It actually is. Hold on. You throw it over it. So you got to put it in here. So it's like a breakaway table. Right. And then what you do is you could just throw it on top like this. Wow, that's pretty dope. But, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's sick. That's that's really dope. So you just That's you, pretty freaking cool. So you put the cover over it so that it looks like the table when uh, when he was uh you know, with Vince. So that he Will you be Vince. getting Will you be getting the Doc Hendrick? Now wait, do we have a Vince that fits that time frame or no? I believe we do. Yeah, I believe we have that Vince uh he when he was uh 
I believe it would be this. Oh, yeah, that's WrestleMania 3, Vince. Now, I mean, maybe that works still. I don't know. I don't remember what he was wearing at that point. But that right there is WrestleMania 3, Vince. So that wouldn't go? I don't know. Maybe he was wearing the same. I mean, it's just a standard black whatever, tux or whatever. But And what about the Doc Hendricks fig? When does he fit in the timeline? Because I think that that's probably a cool figure. You know me. I'm an announcer guy. Yeah. But they, you guys are talking about it on the pod this week with the Doc Hendricks. Are you yeah. into that or no? I No, I don't even know who Doc Hendricks is. Oh, okay. All right. Who is he? The uh, Michael P. Hayes, the um, dude, oh, dude, dude guy. oh, Michael P. Hayes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, PSAs, right? Michael PSAs, yeah, 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 right. What I say, yeah, yeah PSAs, yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah, I know who he is. I, I didn't know he was, he went by that name. I had no idea. Um, all right, so maybe next week we'll do more on that WrestleMania set as we both get to open them up a little. You only ordered the Macho and didn't get any others? I mean, damn, even The Rock and Hogan. I, even I was into that. I, I just can't. Like, to me, like, I love The Rock. I love, I love you know, Dusty, but I just can't do it because, for me, I'm not going to do anything with them. So it would be a waste of money for me, you know? All right, what do we got here, Shawnee, to wrap this up? Yeah, we got to stick to our rules, like I told you, Sal. Like, because if I go, if I go beyond my rules, it gets real out of hand. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. And now that's why I'm selling off half my stuff as soon as I get a chance because I expanded beyond the rules. Oh, my brother! Whoa, my brother, Hussein, uh, Hussein, he got me this from New York Comic Con. It, That's it, sick. It was a major pot exclusive jacket with major PPR. And it was only sold at the Comic Con. So if you didn't go to the Comic Con, you couldn't get it. Boozing, Look at that. Boozing with the toys. Boozing with the toys. And then the front says hashtag major PBR. It's a sharp jacket, bro. It really is. Nice. What's, re- what size are we looking at there? This is 2X. Okay. So That's nice, Shawnee. It's, uh, this is 3X. Oh, wait, 3X? Oh, 3X. Oh, no, 2X. I'm sorry. They only went up to 2X. <laughs> yeah, it runs a little small, Sal. Like, so just a heads mm. up if you end up getting it. I don't think they're, they're not even for sale. So if you want. I was going to say, how would you get it? You said it was an exclusive. Yeah, so I, I unless they end up having extras and the boys end up whatnotting them, right? I guess that's the only way. But this company, Nerds, makes them, and uh, it's real cool. I don't know if you ever seen it, but uh, their normal shirts and stuff comes in like a like a Nintendo cartridge, like looking box. Have you ever seen that? Stuff? Oh, I did. I, I yes, I did see it while, a while ago when they were talking about it when it first started. I guess honestly, it's so cool. Like the little boxes that their shirts come in, it's so cool. But yeah, that's it. That's it for me this week, and uh, I'm just excited. I, I I'm really looking forward to seeing how this Cardona and 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 boys and and Brian and Chelsea if they end up returning to the WWE. I, I, I re- he posted. I don't know if you saw, but he posted, the picture. Yeah. No, he posted like fifteen pictures of him in WWE yesterday. Oh, you, bro, I only saw the one of him holding the tag title with Chelsea standing there. Bro, he he posted that, but if you go to his Twitter, and and you type in, you know, if you if you look at his Twitter from his tweets, like nonstop like yesterday just non-stop pictures of him in the wwe look and he didn't say anything he was just posting pictures he was just post just posting the pictures see yeah i i hope when he does go back that he is a heel yes and goes back and just starts not obviously he can't curse, but just ripping on everybody for not appreciating him the first go around. That's what I want. I agree. And before we end, I just want to thank Mama Dukes for the intro. Mom, thank you. We love you. Thank you for doing the intro for us. Uh, we really appreciate it. I love it. And so many people have contacted me like, is that your mom? 
<laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. And just so everybody knows, we, we tried to hire somebody to do the voiceover, but they couldn't get Sal's name right. They kept saying Sal. Sal Lakeda. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, your mom nailed it in one take. That's it. She's a real Brooklyn girl. She she got that. She knows the Italian names well. And uh, one last thing before we go, Sal. Did you see Kevin Nash piss in a bottle while he was doing <laughs> his podcast? No, I did not. <laughs> no, but I'm about to do the same. I might ask. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't watched it, He's literally curled over like this, and you see like him go under the table with his hands. And Sean Oliver's like, "Like Kev, what's up, man? What are you doing? We can't tell what you're doing." And he's like, "Hold on a second. <laughs> he takes the bottle out and shows everybody, like, "Look how dedicated I am." <laughs> Good God! It made me laugh. So go watch that, guys. Thanks for watching. We love you all. Have a great night. We're out of here.